Hello, my friend, Peggy Moore here with Discover Your Personal Power podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. It is a beautiful day here in Okinawa, Japan. I am going to be talking about managing anxiety, fear, and worries today. I want you guys to know that fears and anxiety are normal and a natural part of life. It's okay to have feelings of fear, anxiety, worry, agitation, or restlessness. All feelings are part of being human. The problem is when fears, anxiety, and worries keep us from living a life of peace, happiness, and purpose. Oftentimes, I see people let these thoughts and emotions spiral out of control, causing them to live a life of entrapment based on fear. And I found a better way, and I want to share that with you today. Some fear and anxiety is normal and an important function to keep us safe. Without a certain amount of fear and anxiety, we wouldn't consider the actual dangers that threaten us. Fear and anxiety trigger the fight or flight system in our brain. Our ancestors relied on our fight or flight system for survival. Imagine trying to find your own food in the wilderness when a hungry lion approaches. Our fight or flight system provided our ancestors with the necessary energy and strength to run and run fast to escape from being that lion's dinner. The chemicals released by the onset of the fight or flight system increase your heart rate and your breathing. It makes those little hairs on the back of your neck stand up. It causes dilation of the blood vessels and the skeletal muscles so that you can run fast and it recruits glucose stores for energy. Your pupils dilate and create tunnel vision to help you solely focus on the emergency at hand, and even your ear canals swell, decreasing excess auditory stimuli so that you can solely focus on fighting or fleeing. These physiological changes can occur rapidly and automatically when experiencing a life-threatening event. Life-threatening events are created by responses to the thoughts in our brain. We see that lion, think in our mind that lions are dangerous, and we start to flee. We can create the same type of response just by our thoughts. Fear, extreme anger, excess worry, and uncertainty can cause the same type of chain reactions. The body's alarm system is triggered because the thoughts or images in one's mind senses danger. Your body physiologically reacts to what you are thinking. For example, I live in Okinawa, Japan, where we have a special kind of snake here called a habu. Habus are very deadly, and one bite can cause your demise in a very short period of time. Habus hang out in lush, tropical areas where the grass and the brush is thick. And Okinawa is a subtropical paradise of lush grass, thick trees, beautiful flowers, numerous waterfalls, and great hiking trails. All I have to do is think about going hiking with my friends and my heart rate starts to increase, my breathing gets a little shallow, and I can literally feel my body tensing up in anticipation of the possibility of a habu standoff. Now, I have hiked many, many times on this island and never seen a habu, but I have built up this fear in my mind with thoughts and just enough ammunition from Google to make my fight or flight system take notice. Anxiety is also part of the fight or flight response. It's the excitatory response that protects us from the danger. The fight or flight system is a physiological response to outside stimuli, which our body considers to be dangerous or life-threatening. 
When the fight or flight system kicks in, it sends messages to the body to release epinephrine, adrenaline, and cortisol and causes all those physiological responses that I just talked about. Besides my irrational fear of the habu, there are many other situations, events, or circumstances that can cause anxiety, worry, and distress. Parties or social events, the coronavirus, work stress, conflicts or situations that cause conflicts or situations, finances, relationships, fear of the future. These anxieties, fears, and worries can cause so much stress on our fight or flight system and can have an extreme impact on the physiological systems in our body. The stress and overuse of the fight or flight system can be debilitating and has been shown to be a major trigger for addiction type disorders, depression, physical pain, physical illnesses, and it can make you more vulnerable for PTSD. When fear, anxiety, and worry become overly intense or uncontrollable, the fight or flight system is on constant alert, and it often shows up in our body with stomach aches, headache, tense muscles, rapid heart rate, and fluctuating emotions. The good news is I have some strategies for you. First, we need to realize that all feelings are normal. Feelings are part of being human, and feelings are created by our thoughts. We have to learn to just feel the feelings. Fighting the feeling only causes more pain on top of the pain, anxiety, or worry that we're already feeling. It kicks up the fight or flight system another notch and creates more irritation. And fleeing from the feeling by pushing it down and trying to just ignore the feeling doesn't make it go away. It uses extra energy to push and try to ignore those feelings, again incorporating the chain of events with the fight or flight system. So we need to remember all feelings are normal and all feelings are just emotions created by thoughts in our brain. So step one, we need to learn to just feel the feeling. Just ease into it and feel it. Take a deep breath and experience the feeling. Be curious about it. Experience it. Picture it. See how this particular feeling is showing up in your body. Do your shoulders get tense? Does your chest get tight? How is your heart rate? How is your breathing? We can learn to control our breathing. Normal relaxed breathing in adults means drawing air into our lungs at the rate of between 12 and 20 times a minute. Slow and controlled breathing actually triggers your anti-fight-or-flight system, your parasympathetic system. This system releases chemicals that combat your fight-or-flight system and actually help you relax. And you can control this system all on your own by simply controlling your breathing. Slow down your breathing and then become a detective. As a life coach, when clients are worried or stressed or feeling anxious about a particular circumstance, event, or situation, I tell them to be a detective. Be a detective and really explore the feelings and let them process through your body. In this day of fast cars, fast food, convenience stores, and instant internet, we're used to quick responses in all situations. I think this is why we recruit our fight or flight system so often. We want to quickly get rid of negative feelings by just fighting them or fleeing from them. But this doesn't really help in the long run. It doesn't support a life of peace, happiness, and power. It leads to stress, chronic illness, and a life of entrapment by fear.
We have to learn to take a moment to stop, take a breath, and feel the feeling. Next, we can validate those feelings and give those feelings a name. So often our brain wants to escape to the I don't know why safe place. We think it feels safer if we just hide from our true feelings, especially if they're negative. And then we say things to ourselves like, I don't know why I'm feeling this way. If that is what you're currently thinking, then you need to play detective. Start to name the feelings and the experiences happening in your body. Is it fear? Fear of the unknown? Fear of the unexpected? Is it nervousness? Agitation? Sadness? Anger? The more words you can use to describe the feeling, the better. And most times when I do this exercise, the words are broader, but as we keep naming feelings, then we finally get to the main particular problem that is causing the distress. Use your journal. Learn to just write it out. There's something very therapeutic about writing and journaling. Writing about your worries can help you learn to vent those anxious feelings. It can keep you from fleeing or internalizing, and it gives your worries and stress less power, decreasing the fight. Next, we want to explore our thoughts. After you've given yourself a little self-compassion and validated your feelings and given those feelings and emotions names, then you can start thinking about the thoughts that are creating those emotions. What thoughts are true? For example, my fear of the habu. Habus are dangerous. They are a real threat in Okinawa. If I go hiking, I might see one. Worst case scenario, I could get bit by one. That is all true. But I can also ask myself, how many people do I know that have actually gotten bitten by a habu? How often have I gone hiking and never seen one? How many of my friends have gone hiking and never seen one? And how many of my friends have gone hiking and have seen one but haven't gotten bit? I can also think about the things that I can control. When I choose to go hiking, I cannot control the fact that there are habu and that they are dangerous. But I can wear appropriate clothing and shoes for hiking. I can stay on the well-worn trails. I can hike with friends. And I can think about all the fun I'm having enjoying the lush, sweet nature of Okinawa. Let's take one more example, the coronavirus. Right now, we're in the middle of a pandemic and there are many things outside of our control. We don't know how long this is gonna last. We don't know how long the restrictions are gonna be in place. We don't know what's gonna happen with this virus, if we could be exposed to it at some point or not. These are all things that are out of our control. Focusing on things that are out of our control can leave us feeling drained, anxious, and overwhelmed. As we look at our thoughts, we need to think about the things we can control. Practicing good hygiene, washing our hands frequently, avoiding touching our face, staying at home as much as possible, keeping our body healthy with good foods and vitamins, getting enough sleep and rest so that our immune system is working well. These are the things that we can control. A couple of other fun strategies are write and tear. So write down your worries on a piece of paper, read them out loud, and then throw them away. Write it, read it, and let it go. A worry journal. Keeping a worry journal helps you visualize and understand how anxious thoughts improve over time. Writing the worries of the day followed by one positive thought can also help you break the cycle of negative thinking.
Fears and anxiety are normal and a natural part of life. It's okay to have feelings of fear, anxiety, worry, agitation, or restlessness. All feelings are part of being human. We know that we can stop, take a breath, feel the feeling, and process it by creating thoughts of what is true, what we can control, and what serves our values and goals best. Discovering your personal power is about finding your inner strength to help you process your emotions and feelings in a way that brings peace, happiness, purpose, and power to your life. Thank you so much for listening. I know there are tons of podcasts out there, but I want to thank you for listening to mine. If you liked what you heard, please leave a review below. Let me know what you thought and what other topics you would like to discuss. Hop on over to my website at PeggyMoreDiscoverYourPersonalPower.MyKajabi.com or stop on my Facebook page at Peggy Moore Life Coaching for more tips and tricks to discover your personal power. Until we meet again, my friends.